Hello everybody, welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about Season 2, Episode 6, Rat Saw God. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And we have no guest this week, although maybe I'll double as the guest because I don't sound like myself, so we can <laughs> pretend I'm someone else. <laughs> <laughs> She's sexy. She's Heidi's sexy twin. That's right. <laughs> Got the gruff voice today. <laughs> All right, so let's start with our episode summary. Season 2, Episode 6, Rat Saw God. Veronica is shocked when a dying Abel Koontz shows up asking for her help in finding his missing daughter before he dies. Meanwhile, Logan is reunited with his father when he is arrested for Felix's murder, and Keith waits for the results of the election. All right, so the way that I have this broken up is the A plot is Abel Coons, the mm -hmm. B plot is the sheriff's race and the bus crash, and the C plot is Felix's murder. Oh. We good with that? Mm -hmm. that I, I that, had the last good. two switched, but yeah. Okay. I, I actually ended up only having two plots, but that's because I was in a hurry, so. Uh -huh. but... <laughs> Yeah, I was I was actually at first having a hard time figuring out where my plots were, but then it kind of became clear. So, all right, so we will start with Abel. Um, he shows up at Mars Investigations and wants Veronica to find his daughter Amelia. And he looks stellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like this guy. This guy's on death's door for sure. I think they did a good job with that. Yeah, you guys had him dead, like, a few months ago, so. He's well, when mean. he says he's dying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we figure he means what he says. He was hanging on. Yeah. I, I was trying to, I just listened to the recap, um, just, I don't know, within the last couple of days, and I already forget, because I, I can never remember these things, but I was like, I can't remember if we said we were going to see him or if we thought he was dead. But, yeah, you guys yeah. were thinking he was dead. But we definitely thought we were going to see his daughter again, uh -huh. but not dead. Which is interesting. <laughs> you got it backwards. You saw her hand. <laughs> That's right. And, and some hair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. But anyways. So, so um, Veronica starts out by looking into um, Amelia's last whereabouts. She starts with her boyfriend, and he last saw her in Ibiza. And she stole his phone cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I'm not I, that that whole um, plot device there with the, uh, <laughs> the calling cards was very bizarre to me. <laughs> Did people used to write their calling card numbers that's, down? That's no. exactly what I said in the commentary because I was just like, "What? Who writes their calling?" You know, but of course for this they did. I right, mean, yeah. I don't remember. I mean, maybe, maybe like it was a way of protecting or ensuring that you could call again in case you lost your card you could actually have the number to dial in but but i, I don't even think a college kid would have that much forethought exactly because i certainly didn't no no and i'm typical of, <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody should follow my lead <clears throat> uh, yeah i remember having calling cards and i don't remember ever like writing numbers down but anyway uh, Veronica searches the Ibiza website looking for Amelia, which I also thought was weird. 
Well, so I guess it's like a message board just like for Ibiza, oh. like, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe it's like a, like, like misconnections from Craigslist or something like that that she was posting on. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was super weird, right? It was like you, weird. Like you go there and party and you meet somebody and you're like, oh, hey, I met this person and don't know who they were because I was drunk. Yeah, exactly. I like Definitely. we had our pic we had our picture taken together. Here we are. Do you does anybody know who this is? <laughs> See, usually when you get drunk and take pictures with people, those are the people you want to avoid. <laughs> Not the people you want to go hunt down. In my experience. Well, I don't know about I've... that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe it's just me. I do stupid stuff when I'm drunk. <laughs> All I right. do, but that's the fun of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Okay, this little bit kind of um, comes in at a weird place because this is where um, Veronica calls Cliff and Cliff owes her a favor or maybe she owes him a favor. They're, they're not quite sure. So we're going to talk about this part with Cliff, but then the rest of the scene is for later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the other scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought this was a really cute exchange, I, uh, but I always love their exchanges, and I also love that he was so willing to just kind of, like, jump in and play a part for her, which I, we haven't really seen him do anything like that before, like, be part of the, uh, the investigation like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think he's given her information and things when she's asking weird questions, but... Yeah, but never actually, like, been the... And why did he have to do it? But <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was just funny. I, 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 I always love Cliff. He, had, he was in this episode a lot. Yeah, I, is he a series... He's not a series regular, is he? He's not in the credits. Okay. Well, he should be. That's all I'm He saying. really should be. Because he brings delight to anything that he's a part of. Like, when I, he was one of my exciting... One of my many exciting, um, hey, it's that guy in this episode. <laughs> we'll get to the other ones later. <laughs> tease, tease. <laughs> yeah. So Cliff comes through and finds out that uh, there was a call from Neptune on the calling card. Which brings us back to dun dun dun. Kane software. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, they've only been out for a hot minute, but I was like, oh, here's Kane software. And I think that we all said together, where's Clarence? <laughs> and then the next second, Clarence was. is on our screen. There he was. <laughs> so we, okay. I fell had in love with him. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't think anybody else did, but you did. But... Uh, it was funny. We had quite a few of those little epiphanies, like, um, right before things would happen. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, and next this is going to happen, and then it would happen. And we were like, it was like, you know, we were micro-predicting. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I, I just, I really enjoyed seeing. I didn't know I missed him until he appeared, and then I was like, oh, I missed you. But then I for he didn't he had like less of a role last season like we didn't really get to know him like up close and personal, so it could have gone either way in this um, in this episode and I'm happy to say that it went on the positive side at least for me. Yeah, 
uh, he definitely had a lot more lines, um, like in this episode than I think he had all last season. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So here he claims that he has no interest in Amelia's whereabouts. Of course he doesn't. And of course he's telling the truth. Of course. Absolutely. And Amelia had a fake ID and rented a car in San Diego. <laughs> Which brings oh us my to... <laughs> Veronica goes to the rental car agency and has oh. to do her tag teaming alone. With yeah, Joss. There's no Wallace. And Joss. And I haven't listened to your commentary yet, but I'm so excited to. <laughs> you need to like, mute it right before the scene comes up, because I think my whole reaction was just me solid going ee at a very like loud, very loud <laughs> volume. Oh my god. I, I think I was mostly just stunned. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm like, because I think so. I think Naomi, you said, is that Joss Whedon? And I was like, or maybe it was Yvette. And I was like, what? What? what, what, what? It's Joss Whedon. And then and, even better. And then like, just, just as we started to calm down, they, they switched to the picture. Yes. Of <laughs> and never has and we picture, all started up again. Never has a picture elicited more squeeze. <laughs> the fact that they had a picture right behind him of his picture on the wall. <laughs> Looking so doofy. Uh huh. That's only in that, in that. Yeah, it's only Joss Whedon can do. Uh, but uh, it was just, I, I can't remember what our reaction was to be honest with you because I think there was a lot of stunned silence for a second and then some <laughs> squeeing and then they showed the picture and we were like, what the? <laughs> what is that? Oh my God! It's a picture of him. <laughs> I feel like I ha- I didn't go back and listen to it after that. Uh, I probably should go find out what it sounds like. I guess I could just wait. <laughs> What's the fun in that? But so, obviously, you know, um, we've known you know, pretty much since the beginning that Joss was a fan of Veronica Mars. Do, do we know anything about how this came about, or no? I think as far as I know, like, he was just a really big fan, and they communicated. I'm not sure, like, who approached who, but, yeah. yeah he, I, he had made it known that he was a huge fan of the show. And that was just awesome. That his, I mean, I know he was in an episode of Angel, but he hasn't really been in front of the camera a whole lot, has he? Not really, no. Yeah, that was really cool. That was the highlight of the episode for me. Oh, for sure. absolutely, yes. That's why I was like, you guys have to cover your screens unfortunately like i think that like through all of the opening credit sequence like the commentary was like can we look now wait a minute executive producer wait a minute they're not going to pop one on us because we were so mindful of like covering our screens so i'm afraid people are gonna be like oh god (laughs) no they'll appreciate it because everybody like was just wanting to for you to be surprised oh my god is, so surprised so, so is this is this something that you guys discussed on the podcast that we can't listen to yeah i think we brought it up <laughs> okay i i i i went to imdb because i can look up joss whedon because whatever because <laughs> i can he's joss whedon so shut up and he has <laughs> a lot of acting credits oh really yeah so he was in he was, he was he in did, 
he was in Buffy as the newscaster in I Robot You Jane. I knew that part. That he one was I... in Angel Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. He was in Firefly in really? the message for the funeral scene. Oh yeah. Um, I did know that. He was he played himself in something called Bandwagon. He did a voice for someone in Serenity. He was in Veronica Mars. He was in a short called The Coach. He was in um, the YouTube series written by a kid. Mm-hmm. And he did two, epi- two episodes of Husbands. And oh, I, yeah, I knew about a, Husbands. And a sketch for, for College Humor Originals. And that was hysterical. So, yeah, the written like, by a kid was great, too. Ten credits, ten acting credits. Nice. Go Joss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just behind the camera. That's right. <laughs> and he's so adorably cute. He is. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. All right. So from the rental car agency, after Veronica goes back in and talks to the um, the other employee. Who was from America's Next Top Model. Yes. yes thank you. Yeah. My trashy TV watching paying off. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I certainly would never have known that, but since uh, Yvette brought it up, I, I now know now know that little bit of trivia. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I don't really why. Like, I didn't watch much of that show at all, but that's that season I did see, and so I was really surprised. I was like, oh yeah, totally. But um, I, I don't think I. Until I looked it up, I didn't realize. I knew I'd seen her before, but I didn't, like, really believe it was America's Top Spot. I'm sorry to doubt you, that. <laughs> so was that on UPN? Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, was it really? Before it moved over to the CW, right? Yeah, I think so, anyway. Okay, yeah, that would make sense, because same network. So did she win that role, um, like, by doing the show? Like, was was that, like, a prize that she won? Like, a... You get to be on a TV show? Maybe it was like the acting challenge or something. I know she didn't win the whole season. Simone says something about it in her Facebook comment. Simone, I love your Facebook comments, by the way. They are so long. I love them. They crack me up. She won the guest spot by taking a great picture a particular week on that season of America's Next Top Model. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you, Simone. Yes. I'm glad we have someone who has information because it's (laughs) certainly not me. (laughs) All right. So after the rental car agency, which I know we don't want to leave there because amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We don't want to leave. Yeah. But then uh, Veronica goes to a motel where the car was parked, I believe. In Waverly, California. Yes. Yes. And she eventually after paying for three rooms finds mm-hmm. Amelia mm-hmm. in the ice machine and then Clarence shows up <laughs> I, I'm, re- I'm, I'm reading my note here and I have I have finds her body in the ice machine along with Clarence Weedman and I was like oh no that's a bad note <laughs> 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 meaning she also found Clarence Weedman not in the ice machine not in the ice machine that's right yeah because that would be that's a big ice machine <laughs> pretty much yeah i wasn't i i really um i hadn't expected her to be dead i thought we might have seen her yeah you know 
actually. I wonder if, I mean, maybe Heidi, you might know this, but I wonder if it's, you know, they might have had a little bit more to do with her, in, but she, they couldn't cast the actress. Because I noticed, like, we just saw her hand. We didn't see, like, her, you know, we didn't obviously see the actress at all. Well, so. except for that photoshopped picture. Oh, my cool. God. That, that's, see, that's that's what makes me think they so couldn't get the actress at all because they had to photoshop it like obviously like you could tell from far far away it was photoshopped <laughs> that was one of the worst photoshop jobs I think I've ever seen mm-hmm. yeah. yeah pretty bad yeah I have no information I don't know if um, if that was why well you're supposed to look this stuff up I Heidi know. <laughs> I know the omniscient Heidi what have you been up to because we can't. <laughs> yeah. And if we can't. Yeah, I don't know if they didn't, uh, maybe they didn't even want to bring her back. I don't know. Mm. I, yeah, I'm, I had a feeling that it was probably that she couldn't make it back. Otherwise, I think they probably would have done, They, I could see where they would have possibly done like this be a, a couple of, episode arc you know trying to find her as mm-hmm. like a mini I think that would have been cool if they could have gotten her I don't know if that was ever an idea or not but yeah it should or have been at least like us seeing her dying or you know something like seeing her before she died or yeah 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 as opposed to just being on ice right <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there seems to be a correlation between dead bodies Clarence Weedman and ice hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Amelia wanted more money, and Clarence gave it to her, and then she didn't leave the country. So, I'm, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm confused, and th- I guess this gets into a little bit the information that we're going to get a little bit later on. But like, was it the fact that this guy that she met was the one who was going through her money and wanted her to get more money, or I I didn't figure out why she wanted more money. That's the way that I was taking it, yeah. Was that, like, the the Argentinian boyfriend who ended up killing her? I think he was trying to extort her, or maybe he, maybe she wouldn't get more money, or since she couldn't get more money, then he could So her. she spent $3 million in a couple of months. Yeah, although uh, which... I think it was more him than her. Well, and then, see, I was assuming that he killed her for her money, but I guess maybe he just killed her for the, because did she get the extra, she got the extra money, which she was the Mark's She did get bills. extra money once, and then she wanted more. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, so when she, that's right, and it was Mark's bills, and that's how they found him in Vegas. Yep. Yeah. That's right, that's right. So he took the extra money that she was trying to get, and... He went to Vegas, so he she was out of money. He made her get more money. Then he killed her, and he took her money. Okay, you got it. Yeah, greedy bastard. Pretty much. He's <laughs> like a diplomat's son. So. I know. It's just, ugh. gotta watch uh, out for those diplomat sons. Yeah, the ones with soul patches. Never trust him. <laughs> no, you know that little beard thing. You know, yeah, on the, under the lip, un- under the lip. You know, yeah. just a little. It's a soul patch. <laughs> you know what? Well, I, I've also heard them called ticklers. Oh, so. oh my. I'm not, I'm not, well, not, not touching touch it. that one. I'm not touching it. Let's just move along right now. <laughs> but either way, it's still, there, there's more options besides just little beard thingy. <laughs> yes, yes, there are words. 
So I wonder if we're going to see um, what happens to this kid because Clarence is going to Vegas to get him. He may show up in a nice, nice chest somewhere. Or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if we're going to actually see this kid. Yeah. Okay, I, wait, I, can... I, I'm going to predict that we will see him. Can we talk about... I'm sorry, we're stepping back for just a second here, but the aim... Um, the girl. Did we get to this part yet? Oh, obviously, because oh. we've. Which oh, I, I well, that's we it's, it's the next part. It's the, it's actually it happens next. It's after they find the body, um, and the girl with the aim um, video chat. Oh yes. I thought that was fantastically um, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but. The, the my favorite part is uh, my favorite part of that whole thing is when she has to actually put the camera on top of the laptop and I was like oh remember when laptops didn't come with <laughs> with webcams <laughs> 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 I just had to throw that out there how quaint <laughs> yeah we were savages <laughs> we totally were basically <laughs> but uh, that's the other it's the other storyline so we I'll get I'll I'll comment on that when we get to it sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I do enjoy the scene when Veronica and Clarence play good cop, bad cop, and hang the guy out the window. I totally bought that she was all of a sudden in over her head, and and Clarence was dangling him out the window. Yes. And she, uh, I totally bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. I was like, oh my god, she's totally in over her head. She doesn't know what to do with the with what's happening here. And then they got out into the hallway, and I was like, oh, you sneaky little. just had to throw that out there yeah she played it really well she really did she even had tears in her eyes yeah okay um so veronica tells abel that amelia is on her way that was sad yeah oh my gosh it really was sad i don't want to say I was had tears in my eyes, but it was it was dusty. I don't know why. I'm yeah. emotional. I think. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we. I think we were saying this. I know. I think. I'm pretty sure I said it out loud. But I was like, he's gonna die, and then he's gonna meet his daughter on the other side. And he's gonna be like that. Bitka lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come back and haunt her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, Abel Coons is going to be here with us through the end of the... Of, of, he's going to be in the movie. Yeah, oh, we don't get like, Lily anymore, but... <laughs> no, no. No, Abel Coons and Lily need to, like, team up to haunt Veronica. <laughs> that would be awesome. Tag team ghosts. Yep. All right, the one little piece that um, I had in the A-plot that really just didn't go anywhere else was that we see that Wallace isn't answering any of Veronica's emails either. And for like a brief moment, especially when we were doing the commentary, I had forgotten that he wasn't where he had gone. Yeah. Oh, Wallace, where are you with your hair? (laughs) Bring your hair back, Wallace. I... I, I... I mean, I, I understand there's a lot of other stuff going on and all, but uh, you would think that, well, I imagine that 
uh, Alicia is looking for him, but we didn't see her, so I guess that's... But you would think that Keith would be looking for him. Well, the way that Veronica was talking about it at the very opening scene was the idea that um, that he had gone off to find himself in, his, in Chicago with his dad. So it's like they knew where he was, and... And Wallace was all, I'm 18, I can do my own thing, don't come after me. That's well, but, what I was getting. But he's a high school student, and he has to go to school. <laughs> and if he doesn't go to school and doesn't transfer schools, then, um, you know, that's kind of against the law, isn't it? I don't know if he's worried I, about the yeah. law. Well, but there's, like, truancy laws. Not if you're 18. Yeah, there's a lot of loopholes in those. I guess, but you have to laws. you have to you have to formally drop out though. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter if you're 18. I guess. Yeah, I think and you can just stop going. Hadn't really thought of that. My uh, my sister pulled her kids out of school, claiming that they were going to do online school, and nothing ever happened. So those well, laws I... are interesting. But it also, like, but he doesn't, he doesn't have, um, ownership, or not ownership, but, like, you know, rights over his son, right? But he's 18. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But that that was going to be the exact route that I was going Mm -hmm. through, is that he's not, he's not his father, so he can't put him in school, and, and, you know, therefore he's now officially a, a missing person, and, you know, I don't know, I... We'll see. I'm sure they're going to address it somehow. Mm-hmm. I have faith. <laughs> All right. So B plot, which we decided was the... was the sheriff's race and the bus crash. I can't believe he okay. lost. Yeah, and and I'm trying to remember, like this was the thing that last week I said that I would rage quit if he lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It already happened. <laughs> and I. This it's is the like, part where you throw down your mic. Okay, bye, Naomi. It was, you know, please come and guest host. We'll let you know if Wallace shows up, and maybe you'll change your mind. See, I, this is the thing. Like, I know that I just said that I was going to rage quit if Keith, Keith lost, but the episode was finally so like interesting that I know. Like, ah, you know, okay, he lost, but there was development, and we thought that. Characters and just we So so so. Wait a minute. What are you saying here? What are you saying here, Naomi? So we have you for a few more until Wallace doesn't show back up. I or until I yeah. She's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Like us, I'm even feel like a show. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm like. Uh... <laughs> All right, uh... we get them watching the results, and Cliff needs more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and cocktail weenies. <laughs> and he's not picky. No, not at all. Every scene that had Cliff in it uh, on this episode was just fantastic yep yeah so sheriff lamb wins 
and Veronica is mad that they didn't use the evidence that they had. And yeah, he took the higher road. Which, you know, you've got to respect him for, but I understand why Veronica's mad. And she's more mad than he is. Yeah, I, she yeah. was a lot more upset about this whole thing than he was. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... Um, I, I, I don't think that Keith ever let himself believe it, that he was actually going to get it. You know what I mean? Because it's already been taken from him once, and I'm totally speculating here. This is coming out of no cues whatsoever from anything in any episode. <laughs> but as for, you know, just speculation, you know, I, I, I assume because it's been taken from him once, he probably wasn't getting his hopes up too high, and he probably, you know, he didn't really want to put his daughter through being having to be the sheriff. So, you know, he was kind of like, okay, you know, I didn't win, whereas Veronica was totally in it to win it. And it's her dad, you know, and she, I mean, often, like, I would hate to see my dad lose at anything, too. But she also knows that it could be so easy for him to win, and he would make the best sheriff, I mean, over Lamb, who wouldn't, you know? So I think that 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 might be a reason, too. I mean, I can understand why she's so upset. Um, Because, like, the right guy didn't win, you know? And she's got that thing of, like, justice. Mm -hmm. And she also doesn't like Lamb, hint, hint, or, you know, FYI. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, not hint, hint. Yeah. So Veronica goes to, is it Duncan's party? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, was, I wasn't sure whose party that I was. I was very confused because well, I he, think Keith he said, said your boyfriend's party. Yeah, but then it was like it was Gia's party. Yeah, because... It, in the in in the voiceover, Veronica says, "Oh, you know that's pretty bold coming to the party, because um, you know, her dad won the mayor race." Yeah. And. Um, but I wasn't. Isn't that set Duncan's hotel room? Yeah, it is. That's. It's very. It was kind of confusing. Like maybe they weren't sure whose party it was, <laughs> or it was just the fact that this was where the you know, young adults. Neptune was partying, and yeah. so it, you know, the idea of coming, breaking up the party that the new mayor's daughter was at. Yeah, maybe was... that's what it was referencing. <laughs> I, 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 during that whole part, I was like, oh, apparently Mayor Gutenberg's daughter, uh, or Mayor, apparently Mayor Gutenberg won, and Mayor Gutenberg's daughter is not dead. She was mm-hmm. not on the bus. We, I think we all forgot that, right? Yeah, I totally thought she was dead. No, mm-hmm. I, I remembered only because she's the one who was whining that they're all burned oh, alive or whatever, like oh, she said. God. Yeah, she's. I just remember that because I because I thought she was dead in that episode, and then she was the one like looking over the edge and saying mm-hmm. that. So, but yeah, she could have easily been dead. You know, actually, it's funny, she... it's funny that you remember that line. You know, they all burned alive because we have or whatever it was. Oh, is that not the line? Is that I don't not, I don't know if it's the exact go? line. It's something gruesome. Oh, because <laughs> all of a sudden I was like, oh, so the bus was on fire before it went over the cliff, which goes towards the explosion. Just you know, I know I know that she says they're all dead. Okay, oh, they're all maybe dead. that's okay. what it is. But I'm not sure. <laughs> Look like, at me. I'm like more. I'm not sure. 
I'm like, you're... Daryl Bird alive! <laughs> you're... <laughs> you're making it more gruesome. I know, because that's the way I wanted it to go. <laughs> and you're influencing my, my, you know, theories by... You know what? Giving... I like this. I like this. I think this should be a theme. I'll just, like, make up lines, and then we can speculate on those lines. Because, <laughs> you know, we were already saying that, you know, this season doesn't lead to, like, good and, like as, as good speculation as last year. So now we have to improvise. Now we just have to make up stuff and speculate okay. on that. Do you remember any of the theories that we made up last year? There was, like, backup was people's father and there was time travel that kind of makes us in truth okay (laughs) what i'm saying is that this is this season hasn't inspired us to make up the wacky that we did last season so we just have to make up stuff to speculate on and i I think think that's coming i think the end of this episode should have given you plenty so let's see yes i want to yeah Yeah. okay so um keith calls lamb to congratulate him but he's not taking calls and um, he finds out that they brought up the bus. Yeah. Yep. And Keith he wants to know what, what they found. That they brought up the bus. Oh, that they brought yeah, the they, bus that out they, of water. That they brought that they salvaged the, the bus. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and he wants to know what was found, but Lamb won't tell him when he goes to ask. Of course he won't, because okay. Lamb is Lamb. Yeah. <sighs> But Lamb does tell Keith about Curly with uh, Veronica's name on his hand. Which was a little dirty, underhanded. You know, everything everything that Lamb does is specifically to irritate somebody. Uh Uh-huh. He's just not a person. Do you remember back in season one, there was the episode where he and Keith were teamed up, and we were like, yeah, we want the Lamb and Keith show, and they would just be like this goofy screwball comedy, and he's just totally inept, and now he's, like, just mean and horrible and evil, and... Well, there was, like, speculation, it might have even been in this season, where we were like, I wonder if he and Veronica would have, like, you know, hate sex, or whatever it is we were talking about. Um, Because... I don't know, like, in, in season one, I could believe a little bit more that he might be, you know, one of those, like, a little bit like the Logan method, like, where he does bad things, but at the same time, he's also, you know, he could be on the good side, too. But he's just not. He's just but not. at least, I mean, at least Logan had some, had, has some redeeming qualities about him, Whereas Lamb, I have never seen not one redeeming quality from him other than well, that moment. I don't know if in... that's true. No, because in season one, we just thought he was stupid. Right. And like, he, would, he he is like actively evil. Yeah, like he could, like I could see him palling up with, um, like, you know, with Keith and having a, you know, just, just a funny kind of buddy cop type thing like we were talking about, you know, where he would just be goofy and stupid, but like innocuous enough. Yeah, but instead he went all Sith. Exactly. He is the Sith Lord. I have no clue what y'all are talking about. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> I've seen, like, the first two or whatever. I've when seen I'm the original, sh- and that's all you should child. ever see. Honey, I'm going to have to sit you down. I haven't seen it since I was, like, eight. Okay. That, that should be more of a shocker than me not watching Buffy. I'm sorry. That is, I, I, well, yeah, okay. I, I don't I, know if it's more of a shocker. I think that it's, yeah. it's... It's just as much. 
just as much. Yeah, I'll give you that. So I've only seen I've seen the original ones, and then I watched part of you know the Phantom Menace, and then I was out. But I I know enough about pop culture to know who the Sith Lord is. I I have this I I, I maintain that only the first three exist. Like that's just. It's like the fourth Indiana Jones movie. It was a rumor, but it oh. never happened. I just like tune out whenever Star Wars like gets mentioned. I'm just like out, <laughs> oh, wow. out okay. done. He, he went over to the dark side. Everybody knows that. So okay. I mean, I I've love... heard people say that. I don't really know what, what it's about. I don't I know. I've also never seen the idea Jones, of, using, of using hate and God. anger instead of instead of the good. I love them all, and we'll be at the midnight showing for number seven. Yes, I will be doing that. Because they're doing all of the kids, and I want to see the twins and and Anakin and Yay, yes. <laughs> I'm and so Naomi. Yes. Okay, not Naomi, but Yvette. Right now, my heart's beating like I'm having palpitations because you just said Indiana Jones and never had seen, and those nope. birds do not. Oh my gosh, I'm going <sighs> to come to New Orleans again. Ugh, so much. <laughs> I mean, so that's, much. that's like. That's like young Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford at his prime. God. With uh, yeah. I know. I know, them. y'all. I know. Okay, Yvette. Okay. Um, I, I, I did. <laughs> no, actually, I've never seen them all the way through. What? Thank you. None of them. Thank you. Um, we are going to We are going to have a meetup <laughs> of this podcast. We are going to watch Buffy, and we are going to watch the Star Wars movies, and Indiana Jones, and we all will be redeemed. And this is going to take an entire month. So it doesn't matter. matter. It's worth it. We'll get our jobs. We will rent up. It'll be worth it. We will rent a cabin, not in the woods. And we will... (laughs) We would lock ourselves away, and we will watch lots and lots of TV and movies. Exactly. So oh I, I, ha- I, I have to, to run off on this tangent really quickly. Okay. When, okay. I, was, when I was a kid, uh, my dad used to take me to lots and lots of inappropriate movies when I was not that kind of inappropriate, but inappropriate for a child <laughs> movies. Um, like he took me to see um, <clears throat> Return of the Living Dead and like one of the um, Friday the 13th movies. And I was literally probably like eight or nine years old. And I re- all I remember specifically is that, you know, uh, the Friday the 13th was the woman that was hitchhiking in the banana and he stabbed her in the throat and the banana. Anyways, that's not the point. So he took me to see all these inappropriate movies that I sat through and I was fine. He took me to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom or uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sorry. And within the first 10 minutes of the movie, that boulder keeps, comes, you know, that iconic. The boulder is rolling through the, um, through the cave and Indiana Jones is running and there's all these skeletons that are popping out. I burst into tears <laughs> and start screaming at the top of my lungs. My dad had to take me out of the movie, yet I sat through Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> That's like taking uh, you outdoors and making you cry because you don't like the outdoors. <laughs> yes, I don't like the outdoors. So with you, Jimmy. No, no use for that. <laughs> no There's only so much I can handle. I, 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 you might guys have a point. Sorry so, about that. <laughs> Keith wants um, proof that Veronica is actually in an art gallery where she says she is because he now knows that 
there's a man, dead man, with his her name on his hand. Okay, so I'm we talked. Did, did they not have camera phones in 06? I mean, I know, I know, I didn't have a, a camera phone, but that's because no. I had the the cheap, cheap, cheap phone. That I cannot. I I. Absolutely cannot buy that there were no such thing as crappy camera phones at that point in time. There, there were, there were, but they weren't included on all plans. Like it might have actually cost more, especially if she's a high school girl. They, you know, to, but she to actually has a send. Sidekick. But I mean, if he's it, asking her to take a picture and send it to him, that I know, makes it but seem like she should have the capability to do that very quickly. Right, but I don't think it was as easy as it is nowadays. And what I'm going to say is that she probably was like, you know, la, la, la. Like, maybe he meant to send it from her phone, but she probably pretended she didn't hear that and send it to him this way. But... I've done a lot of that. Like, oh, I thought you meant you wanted me to send you a picture, so I actually took a picture with my actual phone and, like, uploaded it and sent it via email, you know? Because, but... I mean, she's trying to get away with something. I'm going to give it to her. Okay, take it this way, though. Think about the little screen on the phones on the flip phones back then if you were to hold it out you would get your oh, yeah. face and maybe a piece of a picture behind you that this would not true. prove to keith that she was in an art gallery there's no it selfie wouldn't. very good point exactly it wouldn't it it just wouldn't do you realize that the word selfie didn't exist when this was happening yes oh my god <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And it was probably better. I know. How do we manage? What's really funny is one of my ex-girlfriends from high school sent me a picture uh, yesterday, whatever, uh, of the two of us that was a selfie that we took with a film camera. Yeah, we used to do that. All the time. And she sent me this. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this picture. It's so funny. I had hair. It was nice. Um, It was from the (laughs) 90s. And... um, (laughs) And and she wrote back to me. She was like, "Yeah, this looks like a selfie." And I was like, "Oh my god, we were taking selfies, and that word <laughs> didn't even exist yet." No, it's so weird. But there's, I, I saw a post on Tumblr, and someone was talking about the fact that, like, you know, we say that people are so self-absorbed because we're the selfie generation or whatever. But think about the fact that you know, back all of those years ago, people would sit for days to have artists paint their pictures. Yeah. And this is like taking two seconds to snap a picture. So really, who's more self-absorbed? Exactly. (laughs) And usually, when when I take a selfie, it's usually with an expression. I mean, you here here's where I do my most selfie when I'm bored out of my mind, and I'm just like, I just may may as well take stupid pictures of myself. (laughs) I mean, how 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 bored do I how bored am I possibly be? To take pictures of myself just to amuse myself. That's just, <laughs> I, I, can't, I hate the fact that I do this. But I think I need to go to therapy or something. But I'll be on the metro and I'll just be like, I'm bored. I'm just going to take pictures of myself to make myself laugh. And if any of them like, <laughs> look okay, I'll, I'm going to post them to Facebook. But, I, but then I would never have the patience in a million years to sit for like 10 minutes to get, you know, a proper photo taken, much less a portrait. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, just quick here. Uh, June of 2000 was when the first camera phone came out, um, and then it was around 2004, uh, July July of 2000, and I had this phone, the, the Sprint released the PM8920 in 2004, which was the first one that was like wildly available was 2004, and then that came that weird spin phone, I'm looking at all these phones, I'm like, I remember every one of these phones. <laughs> 
uh, so like around around 2004, 2005 was when they really started to become uh, a really regular thing. We actually do know that Veronica does have the capability to take pictures and text them because of Polly the parrot. Oh, and there's there's also <sighs> a lot. Right. Of, also, she gets like videos and stuff on her phone too. Yeah. yeah so I'm just gonna go with. I like that your explanation. Keith wouldn't believe it that she was at an art gallery if she just held out the phone and took the picture. Yeah, that's much more fun. So yeah, I completely am with you. <laughs> All right. I like this for you, that. Heidi. Yeah, we're we're going with that. Um, <laughs> so Keith uh, goes and talks to Aaron and threatens him that if anything happens to Veronica, then he's the best seen ever. <laughs> I love Keith. The, the so, only thing that distracted from this scene was I was trying to figure out who the other deputy was. Like, he's an actor that I think is the bit part, and I know him from something else. And I don't know what he is, who he is. And it's annoying me. But yes, best scene ever. <sighs> and just Keith's face in this scene was awesome. He just kept on staring at him and staring at him and it staring was at him. Creepy. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. Especially I love this for guy. Aaron. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, uh, this man, this man is just makes me nauseous. But like, I think that we decided on the commentary that we didn't think that he was going to be the big bad. So like th this, this hole that yeah, they're yeah. chasing is probably going to lead somewhere remotely interesting, but it won't be the, the answer. There's no way that Aaron Eccles um, will be, well, I guess there is some way that it could happen, but I, there's no way that Aaron Eccles, you know, will be the mastermind behind whatever happens in season two, considering he was, what is season one? That would be kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we're still, Yvette and I are still on the beef train. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was just like we all knew that, that, that who, who, who killed Lily was not going to be Logan and was not going to be Donut. Sadly. You know, like, Wait right, a second. But... I thought it might be Donut. No, <laughs> Come on. I, I, I was like, half, my half my predictions. Half my predictions. What if what if Aaron is telling the truth and Duncan did do it? Oh my god, I'd be so happy. If Aaron is telling the truth. Life would oh be beautiful. <laughs> 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 then I would be proven desperately <laughs> terribly, terribly wrong. And that's yeah, okay. That was, oh my gosh, that would be, that would be amazing. Let's hope that to be true. And let's say that's how his, he exits the show and breaks up with Veronica. She's like, well, you really did kill your sister. Dot, dot, dot. I guess we have to break up now and I have to make out with this boy over here. Your roommate. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. Uh, I can't. I can't even deal with that. All right, C plot. Uh, all right, we're we're almost there. One more thing. Keith searches the bus, and do you guys know what was under the seat? There was, was a, a rat. rat. Okay. Yeah, tape, and we were speculating like, tape to the seat. I was like, what? I think that it had a bomb in it. So we actually, like, halfway through the episode, I think I asked, like, you know, do we know why it's called this or, you know, why it's called Rat Saw God? And, yep, we figured it out. <laughs> and I was like, it's because we're all rats underneath Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we thought we thought Whedon was the, the god. god. So maybe the rat saw Joss Whedon <laughs> before it died. 
Okay, but so I, there's no... I just could not figure out what the rat meant. Like, if it had a bomb, like, trying to put a bomb inside a rat is, like, creepy. And if it was inside the rat, then the rat would have exploded. Yeah. And there wouldn't be a rat anymore. Well, I think or that's... there also probably wouldn't be that seat. So it was, but... like... Maybe it chewed through a wire like we thought Beaver did it. Like well, we thought but, Beaver... but the rat is taped to the seat. It's taped. Oh, oh this is animal tight. cruelty. I don't want to think about this. Maybe it's a toy rat. No, I think, uh, well, obviously um, the rat is what caused the kids to yeah, not that's... stay on the bus because it was the, that was the smell and it smells like something died on this bus. So it was uh, dead. That dick. Yes. So maybe, I think that maybe it was a, a, a like, a sign, like, you know, like, put there, like, whatever went off the bus went off the bus, but it was put there as a sign of something? I don't and know, because so, you're uh, right. Maybe, it, maybe it was put at the back of the bus, because that's where the cool kids sit, and they were trying to get the cool kids off the bus, which means, or, well, I, this, I, that's theory. Was, we'll, or we'll maybe, the theory. maybe it, it was put there okay. because to get the people off the bus so that people would smell, make the smell, or, you know, smell the rat, and... That was supposed to be a thing, and it doesn't have to do with why it went off, off the you know the rails or, and everything. It was just um, a signal. Like or, maybe, maybe, maybe Dick it, put the rat there just so that he didn't have to sit back there. <laughs> okay. So that he so could get a, a limo. So we know that there was an explosion, and we're, I'm I'm assuming that the explosive device was put somewhere towards the front axle. And it was the force of that explosion that, like, bumped the front of the bus up, caused, um, what's his name, Ed, to lose control, and that's what sent him over the cliff. So if they're looking to make sure that no one survived, they wanted to drive people towards the front of the bus. So did, did they tape, like, dead rats under all of the seats in the back so that would drive the smell would drive the kids towards the front of the bus to ensure uh-huh. that they got... Dead, you know what? I just thought of something. Maybe it, maybe the rat has to do with the PCHers. <clears throat> like maybe it, it was, I don't know. Like I don't know if they have, they you know they're part of the same thing. I mean, in my mind, like maybe the rats were there. The rat was there as a different you know telling device. Like I don't know. I have a feeling they have to do with PCHers. That's kind of my. Specu- I mean, I know we're speculating now, but yeah. okay. Well, keep that, that keep mulling be- this over in your mind and we will get back to your speculations yeah. after the C-plot. Okay. But, well, but, but the whole, um, you know, rich versus poor thing seems to be, like, the over, one of the overarching dynamics of this season. Mm-hmm. So, it's possible. Yeah, and I have a theory of, on that. Okay. Speaking of the rich versus poor, we are going into Felix's murder now. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so the Felix, commentary, we were yeah, like, we were who's like, Felix? Felix? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, where's Heidi? She needs to tell us. <laughs> yeah, they just throw those names out there. All right, so the guy who called from the bridge comes forward randomly on election night. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, I don't understand why it took him this long to come forward other than the fact that, I mean, I know the PCHers had something to do with it, but I, I couldn't quite put the, I couldn't quite make the connection. 
I think it's a setup, and that's why it took him so long, because they just had to kind of formulate the plot or whatever, and so he's like, oh yeah, I saw this. But it's I don't think yeah. that it, he's really telling the truth or anything remotely into it. Somebody put him up to it. It took time for so, that to happen. The PCHers, well, yeah, whoever's... So who, go. Whoever really killed Felix was still there when this guy showed up to make the 911 call, but then like popped out and said, leave now or you're next. And so the guy took off, and they were threatening him and saying, you know, don't tell anyone what you saw. We're going to do this. And then they finally came up with a plan. And now they're, like, blackmailing him to go through and come forward and blame Logan. So, wait, y'all. Wasn't Logan already arrested for this? Like, how is this yeah. not double jeopardy? I, 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 I have that's that. what I wondered. I, because I it's new evidence. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, you been... can't be tried for the same crime twice. But was he tried? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was? Okay. Over uh, the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's right. Because we didn't see it. I was mm-hmm. getting confused. Hmm. That, that, that was, my, that, that was my, my biggest thing here. I was mm-hmm. like, the second they arrested him, while I loved him in handcuffs, I was like... <laughs> had that leather jacket. <laughs> As Veronica watched, lustily. I was like, you can't arrest him for this crime. He's already been cleared. You charged him. He went to trial. They found him innocent. You cannot charge him with this crime again. Yep. There's a whole movie called Double Jeopardy. <laughs> Which is a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. <laughs> well, what is it what is it happens like when there's there is new evidence and what do they do in the court system to bring that person back? Um it does, I, it, I forget like there's something that they can do, though. Have... That was the whole point of that movie. She was going to actually kill her <laughs> husband because she had been tried for killing her husband. I don't know if... Maybe I... I'm not remembering right. Maybe I'm just... Well, I feel like, like there's like an appeal or something you What's can do, that... but I don't know. What's the girl's name? Um, Italy. Uh, no. Who didn't kill her roommate, Amanda Knox. Uh, thank <laughs> you, husband. <laughs> 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 Outside like, information. That's, that's what they're what they're trying to do to Amanda Knox in Italy is is try her again. But I don't think there's a version of that in this. Like you can't do that in the United States. I think that's the whole point of the okay. double jeopardy rule. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I know something. you're right. But... And I might need to. We might need to go back and rewatch the first episode. But was he actually tried, or did they? Or were the charges to... dropped? Or did they just get to the preliminaries? And because you have the idea that you have to, um, the prosecutor has to present evidence to the judge to, to make sure that there's enough to actually go so to that you can trial. be indicted. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't. Maybe the judge. It was just that beginning part, and it didn't actually go to trial. I thought he was acquitted, but there is a possibility that something else came in there yeah. like i can see the scene when he comes out of the courthouse and veronica's in the limo and yeah. but i'm not yeah. exactly sure and he was wearing a suit and a very nice shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're always that's, the important focus on. that's very important yeah and, that, that, that could have been he a hearing his suit jacket as he gets into the limo and other than that i there was nothing else important that happened in that scene so maybe he yeah. was never indicted maybe, maybe. that right. yeah so, 
Because I feel like, you know, e- even if it's over the summer, I feel like it's pretty quick for that to have happened. Well, that's what I said when we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe it was just like one of those hearings and stuff. But what I'm thinking of, you guys, is I just figured it out. It's like when they, they come up with something related to, but a different crime that they can charge uh-huh. you on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't charge you like a, like a different charge under the same crime. So like if they charge you for murder, maybe. they can charge you for something else related to it. Like, yeah, like maybe, maybe. change it to manslaughter or something. Right. Or, or okay. they, you know, like burglary. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, something. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, um, Dick and Logan are friends again. And <laughs> <laughs> I have Dick doesn't care that Logan was banging Mrs. Dick and Beef. <laughs> Uh, he's probably jealous yeah well he said that yeah did did you miss that part i i must have missed that line listen we were talking over it and i had very little time to rewatch it oh i okay i i did not write this down as a quote so i don't know if am i gonna be stealing somebody's quote if i say this no go for it um well i don't know so logan says something about something something hard and then (laughs) Dick goes something he's like, no, that's happened a couple times, and it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Dick hard, oh. hard, hard, hard. But no, so he was, he was, yeah. I I tried to delete that from my memory as soon as possible, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. some of it's it one of those like sticks with you, and so it was like, it yeah, it's, he had perved over his stepmom a couple of times, uh. and so yet another entire um, parental unit has disappeared. Right. Yep. So, there's no Mr. Dick and Beave, there's no Mrs. Dick and Beave, there's just Dick and Beave. There's no real mom, because she has I mean, do we need more than just Dick and Beave? Let's let's be real. (laughs) Sometimes all you need is Dick and Beave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Malika, I don't want Dick and Beave at all. No I don't want any beeve. I just want the. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> I honestly didn't mean that. Well. <laughs> oh my lord! This is never, ever, ever going to get old. So, um, Zach shows up at the party and arrests Logan, which we already kind of talked about. Is his name Zach? Zach. <laughs> Zach. Sorry. But we didn't talk about Logan's performance in the lineup. <laughs> His uh, stepping out, and uh, I swear he was just been smacked. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I, I love Logan and I love all his Loganisms, but sometimes he stretches the believable, and that was a little bit stretching my believable. Oh, yeah. No, that, that would have never, ever. Um, been acceptable in a police lineup. <laughs> well, I mean, one that's run by Lamb and Sack, you know, <laughs> I can believe, but still, I just, it was a little bit on the side of being obnoxious, so. Well, but, I mean, Logan is always on just this side of obnoxious. Well, sometimes <laughs> it's on that side of obnoxious, which I can take. When he's on this side of obnoxious, <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> And Cliff is Logan's public defender. Yay! We were yeah. trying to figure out if this is the first time that they've had, other than than when they were trying to find um, Lynn 
like what happened to Lynn, where they didn't really have any interaction, but you know they had a scene together. But we were like, this is the first time they've actually had a full out scene together. Yeah, because he introduces himself. He says, "I'm Cliff," you know, in the beginning, and so um, it should be the only time, aside from that when, one scene. When did they have a scene together during Lynn? It was that it was that chicky when they were looking for his mom. Um, sorry, that, that lady who came forward. About, oh, oh, that's yeah. right. And, and he was, Cliff was wearing the wire. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. And Logan yep. was, was listening was in listening. on the wire. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lamb puts Logan in a cell with Aaron. And some Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, <laughs> and we were really like, until Aaron kind of explained why he was there, we just were like, cry, cried foul on this. Because there's no way that he would be in that holding cell. Yeah. I, I still cry foul. Lamb well, I mean, Lamb put him there. Be. To... Right. No, I, I get how, I get, I get the logistics. Well, I get the fake logistics of how he got there. But I still cry foul like that would never, ever, ever happen. It was the good fact TV. That, the fact that Lamb would have the authority to call him back to Genepto They were transferring him. Wait, I'm, I'm actually trying to... I, I think I want to go back and watch this episode again to figure out the timeline. But I'm, I'm wondering if it wasn't Keith calling in a favor. Like... Did he, from when he sat down and found out yeah. about the bus, was that, was that before? No, 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 it was later. After. And when, okay. uh, when, I, I when. Was, I, I was giving Keith more credit for being even more of a badass than I thought he was, but okay. No, and, He's still a badass. When, he when is. Keith, when Keith went to see uh, Aaron, that was not at, that was not in Neptune because he's like, you came all the way out here. Mm-hmm. So he was he back went in. to see him back at County. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree, Jimmy. I think it's a little, a little unbelievable. But it's very kludgy, but, there, but it you know, makes I, I, it awful. So <laughs> I, I, I was able to SOD and kind of, you know, get into the scene. Yep. Because it did give us the chance for Cliff to come in and just totally outwit Aaron and give him some amazing, you know, comeback lines and but like I, I am just... I, I'm I'm seriously loving the Logan Cliff dynamic. Like if if Logan straightened out and didn't become and, and got rid of some of the annoyingness, like I could see him being Cliff when he was older. I I <laughs> love Cliff's conversation with Veronica while Logan is in the room. Like yeah. That that was like it was almost like there was this veil between Veronica and Logan that was Cliff, and you know Logan was almost there having this you know having this conversation with Veronica that he he knew it was Veronica and I, I loved I loved that scene that that side of that scene was mm-hmm. was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And the fact, and, and then going back to where we were, which is with Aaron, Aaron is so delusional. <laughs> it's like he doesn't understand what real he's, life is. He's not delusional. He's a psychopath. 
and a liar and everything else. I, I, I think Aaron might need to have some of Duncan meds. Like, we need to get Aaron some meds so that way he can come back to reality with the rest of us. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's... He's uh, just crazy. Pretty much. He might be too far gone. Just give him the electric shock and get it over with. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Wipe the slate clean. <laughs> yeah. So next thing, Cliff gets Logan bail, and Logan wants to keep him on as his lawyer. Because he's awesome. Pretty much. Because he's Cliff. Cliff is awesome. And, and he also doesn't need an expensive lawyer because it's double jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So so hang on a second. Just... We were trying to figure this out. Um, so does he have any money? Because he bought the house. I mean, he bought... Obviously you know... he has money. Well, yeah, but we're trying to figure out how money. much... We're trying. Okay, so he has access well, to that. Money. As of, at the very least, he has his mother's money. Uh-huh. I believe that. I don't know how it works when you go to prison and you have millions of dollars, uh, but I would imagine that your estate still has some, unless they freeze your assets for some reason, mm-hmm. um, that he still has access to his father's money with his father's well, permission. But what, why would his that? father give him permission? Well, his yeah, father and... wants to give him permission. His father wants him to hire a good lawyer. His father wants him to fight the charges. So, well, but but then there's the idea that with okay, we need to get a lawyer on here to get those. Like they don't actually need to watch Veronica Mars. They just need to come on and consult with us for an episode. Um, but we, we also we need a that, psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, that. Logan has gotten legal emancipation from Aaron. Which means that he shouldn't have access to his father's anything. Yeah, that's... I don't know, like, if there could have been a settlement that went with that and gave him some money, or if it was completely cuts him off from Aaron, or... I I don't know. I don't know. This whole emancipation loophole is ridiculous because everybody's doing it. It's like it's a trend. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, so anyway, he's got money. Yeah, so he has at least some money. Yeah. Um, so Weevil talks to Dick and Donut in the hall, and the PCHers are very angry that Logan made bail. <laughs> so I noticed something in this uh, in this scene that was really disturbing to me, not not because of anything other than the fact that he's a teenager in this show, but Weevil is really balding. <laughs> 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 not that that changes anything for me, because I'm completely bald and I really don't care, but I was like, it's like his hair is growing out, and I'm like, wow, he's really balding. I'm like, he's supposed to be... <laughs> High school. How old is he? <laughs> like, how old is he for real at this time? Well, I mean, I had a friend's dad who um, he started going bald when he was sixteen. Oh my god! So it just depends on. I mean, that 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 of, of someone who is still at, at the last couple of years of high school going bald—that is not 
unheard of. Either way, his 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 balding doesn't bother me at all whatsoever. He's still just as hot no matter what. But I, I was like, he's balding. It was just something that struck me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man. I mean, well, I mean, my dad also balded and went gray pretty prematurely, and it was just one of those things. So I wasn't. It just happens. I'm pretty sure that he's not one of those actors that was like way older than the role though because um he was a little kid in free willy 2 what is his actual name it's uh francis capra oh my god he's and, in free willy hold on. 2 can you can't google that i'm not no, i'm not going to look at anything except his age okay um oh my god he's only 30 yeah that's what i was going to say he couldn't be <laughs> He couldn't He's be. He's younger much older than, me. than me. That's crazy. Because He's in Free Willy too, he was like me. he was like the younger brother, and the kid that was in Free Willy was, I don't know, close to my age. So. Oh my God, Weevil's my age now. I don't feel so gross. <laughs> <laughs> he is six years younger than me, and I had hair longer than him. I'm all right with that. <laughs> 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 I still have Harry longer than him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was just something that I noticed that just seemed out of place to me, but he's mm-hmm. uh, he's young. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, he is. He's... No weevil. Bald and early. <laughs> so Logan goes home while Lamb is taking him home, and his house has burned to the ground. His roof. This was surprising. His roof is on fire. The roof. We don't need no water. Let the mother ever burn. Just All saying. of Aaron's burn. memorabilia gone. Mostly, oh. I, I don't care about the memorabilia. But I know. I'm like, it's a nice house. <laughs> yeah. It's a really nice house. Remember the pool, the pool place, or whatever they did the poker the, thing. The, nice the guy with house. all the cameras. That was, that was wired for porn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Like, you want to give that up? <laughs> Well, I'm sure the pool house is fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> we can't live in there. <laughs> no way Weevil would have burned that down. <laughs> I know, seriously. He probably would have, you know, he probably would have looted it. I mean, that's what I would do. But... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that was surprising. I wasn't, well, but it leads to the even more surprising thing. But, uh, but I, I really hadn't expected that. And his, what, how's he going to catch up on Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Napster, or I don't know what was around then. Whatever was used then. LimeWire. Oh, yeah, oh LimeWire. I love LimeWire. <laughs> Me too. Ooh. What was that one? Frost, Frost something. Oh, yeah. no, that one. It was like FrostWire or something. They were the two that came out to, to take over once Napster went away, and LimeWire became a like, really big one. But, yeah. All right, Logan bought Weevil's grandma's house and is evicting them all. Just so, did he because. actually? Did, did he actually evict them all? It was an eviction notice. Right, it was an eviction notice, but then th- <clears throat> there was like some question. He was like, "Well, you know, we all can't live there." Blah blah blah. blah. And then, but then he was like, "I'm not gonna live there." No, so, he just bought it to evict them. He just bought it to evict them. Specifically just to, be obnoxious. to evict them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. like, be Logan. 
Yeah, so I'm officially on, like, Nutty Nutris' side on this. I do not like Logan. Like, what a jerk. He's but like, yeah, we burnt down his bad. house. I don't care. Yeah, he I... That's his grandma's. He, he, he thinks? Come on, we know that the PCH has burnt <laughs> his house down. But I mean... Okay, sorry. That wasn't Mabel's grandma that burned the house down. I know. Okay, let you don't mess with someone's grandma. Yeah, that's so mean. Maybe Logan will get Weevil's grandma another job. And... <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I understand the vindictiveness, you know. Um, you burnt my effing house down. Uh, I'm going to make you miserable. I, I, I get it. I get the vindictiveness of it. I don't approve of it necessarily. Yeah, right. And um, the one thing that we have to remember, and this is something that I've been told many, many times, is teenager. <laughs> but they're With going money. on 40. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, I mean, like, think about when you were a teenager and someone did something here, you're like, I'm going to, and, and you would sit in your room. Uh, well, at least I would, I would sit in my room and be like, I'm going to do this to them. And you'd plot out these horrible revenges where, like, they ended up half bald and humiliated. And, right? So, but now. Oh, this is someone who's doing that same thing, but he has the money to actually pull it off. Right. I so understand vindictiveness. I do. I, 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 I probably yeah. Like I you said, sh- Jimmy, I don't approve, but. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Veronica goes to Duncan's uh, hotel room, and lays down on her sweater-wearing boyfriend, only to I'm... find out. Yeah. Oh. It's not Duncan. I knew it wouldn't be, especially when she like said something about her cute boyfriend. I was like, "That's not good." They play with this <laughs> boyfriend business since what? the beginning of like the first episode of the season. Like, who's her real boyfriend? And of course, it's not Duncan. It's Logan. <laughs> but why like, is he was... living with Duncan? I said, "What well, we want to know." I was trying guilt. to look at his arms because that's. I was like. Is that Duncan? Is that Logan? And I'm like, look at his arms. Are they fuzzy? Because you know he's fuzzy. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> yeah, see, Logan's got the fuzz going on. <laughs> well, he's got the sweater going on in he, this, so you can't even really tell. Even before that, so like, they, they flashed to this guy on the sofa. I was like, that's Logan. But he's wearing Duncan's sweater. Wait, <laughs> I'm confused. He Logan just wouldn't looks... be caught dead in that sweater. Why yeah, didn't have any other clothes? Oh, that's a good point. He didn't have any other clothes because exactly. his house just burnt down. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have to wear that sweater? Like, couldn't he be... Bu- that's, this is why we were asking if he has money. Because why wouldn't he be bought like something better than this sweater that he's clearly borrowing? Like, yeah. something better than this sweater. Anyway. But yeah. that was a good, a, a, a good segue to what is going to be a long-running uh, yeah. triangle <laughs> between... Yeah. Veronica, Duncan, and Logan that should probably just be a threesome. No. It just should be a threesome <laughs> and get it over with. No. No. I don't want Duncan in any of my relationships. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I, would, I would much rather a threesome than uh, no. complete drama. No. Teenage drama? No, I would rather just have the threesome. I'm Generally, right with you. your quote is, I'd much prefer a threesome to teenage drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soundbite. I, I, I'm gonna, I want, I want a soundbite of that. <laughs> if, if, okay, so if it was 
Logan, Veronica, Weevil, if it was anybody else, I would be with you. But no, I don't want Duncan anywhere in any, like, But no. he's already there. Yes, and I don't want him there either. <laughs> well, none of us want him there, but he's there, and like I mean, if we I have would, to have him in some way. Then let's just have him I, in a three-way. Another soundbite. I would take Dick over Duncan. Okay. Oh my God! So would I. <laughs> well, he does have magical unicorn hair. Yes, I, however, would not take Beaver over Duncan. <laughs> I hate to admit that, but I wouldn't. I, I would. Cassidy. Yes. <laughs> that was the best sound ever. <laughs> it was it was from my very core. <laughs> All right. It's time for quotes. <laughs> okay. okay I, going I'm going first. And to continue the theme, I have I have a, a quote from Dick. As <laughs> as Duncan and Veronica kiss, ew. That's it. Mm. Just ew. <laughs> <laughs> Even nice Dick one. doesn't like front Duncan and Veronica. <laughs> yes, he he said what we were all thinking. All right, I'm gonna go next. Go. And who proved that stripper was colorblind? <laughs> all right sax sheriff would like to have a word with you Mm. logan and i'd like to be the cream filling of an olsen twin sandwich but (laughs) (laughs) me on purpose (laughs) you don't have monopoly over perv (laughs) there's plenty Uh... to go around jimmy I'm going to go with, um, well, I'll go with Dude. I don't know what his name is. Um, my little brother the other day asked me if it's true. The PCH stands for Panty Club for Homos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please just start a Panty Club for Homos? I know. I want to be a member. <laughs> this podcast should be called the Panty Club for Homos. <laughs> We're no longer mine. I can say that because I am one, so. As well, Jimmy, so am I. I, I'm close. Jimmy, I'm not just a member, I'm the president. (laughs) What? I don't know. I was like, the hair club for Matt, for Matt, where they get the thing. I'm not just a member. Right, no, but are you saying you're the president, or are you telling me I'm the president? The way that you were saying that, I was like, that, that's Jimmy's, you know. I'm oh, not- that's his tagline. I was like, yeah. Naomi, are you like. We didn't know. I know. I was like, are I you am- coming out on this podcast? That's awesome. I am like the, the, the single solitary flickering flame of Het on, on this. But. Hey. <laughs> what do you mean? What? What? Well, everyone else is like Logan Weevil, Logan Duncan, Logan whatever, and I'm just like, no, I want my hat. Give me hat. Like, I want that too. I won't be. Never mind. I'm not gonna go into this. <laughs> Veronica and Mac. Veronica and Meg, and I'm just like, no. I want <laughs> no, hat. I just want Logan and Veronica. You want your slash straightforward. We get it. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> <laughs> 
for my quote. Go yes, go. Lamb wants to keep you here supposedly to ease community tensions, but really because he's mean. <laughs> that was oh, Cliff. I love that. <laughs> he's just mean. Anybody have any more? No, of Always. course I do. <laughs> I, I have a Cliff. Okay. I promise to hold his hair back if he has to make sick in the toilet. Oh, Jimmy! Bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay, then I, instead of going for silly, I guess I have to go for serious. So, uh, Aaron, did you come here just to give me that tough guy speech? Keith, no. I came here to show how easily I can get to you. So just file that away. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. Alright, I have um, no need to call yourself to escort me out. You know I know the drill. I like that. that. Veronica. <laughs> Clarence. Yes. Um, I have um, the last place I saw her was in Ibiza. You mean like there's a Tara Reed passed out on a, a beach in Ibiza? Um, so I think they have a fascination with Tara Reed. Oh, yeah, Obviously. she's been brought up before. Yeah, she's been mm -hmm. brought up before. Was she on a UPN show? I don't know. No. <laughs> Hopefully not. Cause... No, she was never in anything, really. I think, <laughs> I think that she was in the news a lot around this time. Like, Probably. she was for partying. Yeah. Uh, Yvette, do you have uh, any more? Uh, oh, no, I just do the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I've ever, like, remember Tara Reid ever doing was... Um, for the Josie and the Pussycat movie, when they had her, like, when Carson Daly was trying to kill her, and it was super funny because they were dating at the time and, like, about to get married, and that's all I remember Tara Reid from. I just remember her with American Pie. Picks. Yeah, that's why I remember her. Mm -hmm. Same. And, and now Sharknado. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I had my picture taken with someone dressed up like Sharknado at Salt Lake Comic Con. That's not mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> Does anybody have any more? I have one. Oh, well, I have two more, but I can pick one. I have pick one, one more. Since right. you stole my other one, I go, am out of quotes. Go, you go first. <laughs> no, oh. I am out of quotes. Oh, no. Okay, Jimmy, you do one of yours, I'll do mine, and then you can do your last one. Okay. Well, the one I'm not doing includes a no O and naughty. Um, and then <laughs> Logan, <laughs> Logan says, have it your way. We'll all live together like one big wacky sitcom family. <laughs> And I just have Lamb being a total jerk. That's going to mess up your TiVo. <laughs> Lamb. Oh, the awfulness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. No. No? Okay. Nothing. All right. Feedback? All right. Holly from the Facebook group says, This is the first episode of season two that genuinely felt like a season one quality to me. Yes. Great Keith stuff. I agree. Cliff, I agree as well. Cliff being hilarious. Logan and Weevil conflict, always my fave. Logan and Aaron. Logan's performance in the lineup is one of my favorite moments of the show. Oh, and Veronica and Clarence. That was great. Clarence has such screen presence. And it's a bone thrown out for the shippers, but I'll take the accidental cuddling thanks to the Argyle mix-up. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was, that was a great kind of switch-up. It was. It worked well. I liked it. And accidental cuddling is good. 
so Beth says, um, this normally doesn't happen, but this episode, I noticed all of the outdated pop culture references. Uh, Bush twins partying, Olsen twins, Tara Reed, the band Stained. <laughs> um, and Martha Stewart in jail. Although Logan's reference to two episodes of Ellen's talk show being on his TiVo still holds up on both accounts. Joss's The Rental Car Guy was awesome. You should probably should have capitalized that. Just saying. <laughs> the awesome. Also, Veronica is going to help his employee. Look, there's a young Kim Stoltz. Get him fired. I'm assuming that's the name of the girl from uh, America's Next Top Model. Yeah, probably. Uh, the only thing I remembered from watching the original airing is the dead body in the icebox. A hand so and hair. Left an impression. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, don't, don't eat ice from hotels, people. That's why you don't eat ice from hotels. Uh. Oh. Well, I mean, the ones in the in the machine, like you know, that come out of the like dispenser, seem okay, but not like this. No, this is old school motel hotel ice. Yeah. All right, we have Simone. Feedback, <laughs> Logan. A witness comes forward and tells Lamb he's sure Logan killed a PCHer because, believe it or not, he was the anon that called nine one one, which results in a charming little arrest scene where local wants all the stops pulled out so it's official lol once a, in a jail cell we come face to face with aaron who's trying to say that who's trying to say that while he was harassing lily that afternoon <clears throat> harassing he left just after donut came home and rage rawr who the hell is he trying to fool <laughs> seriously he did it he should just own up and do his time oh my gosh Simone, you're awesome <laughs> i agree Weevil and the gang went after Logan to suffer um, for killing Felix. So they burned his house down, and then Logan buys, Logan buys Weevil's grandmother's house to live in or not, as long as the Neveros are homeless and he has, um, as he is. But then he chooses to bunk at Donut's hotel room. I get they're emancipated themselves. They get they emancipated themselves, but living like millionaire bachelors thinks he seems a little over the top, crazy, and not at all realistic. Although it will lead to some amusing scenes that I cannot mention. <clears throat> Sorry, noobs. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> did is Duncan is Duncan emancipated as well, or was yeah. he just? I thought yeah. that his parents like were going to Napa while all of this stuff was happening, well, but he still <clears throat> wanted to stay at the school. That was the original. That that was the original statement. But then when Logan and Duncan made nice for that moment in the. I guess it was the last episode. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, we're both emancipated and we're both, you know, let's go get drunk. That was one of my quotes. Let's go get drunk and mug old ladies. Let's go get drunk and make out is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that, too. <laughs> no Duncan in any of my relationships. I'm sorry, no. It's true. You don't have to be All down right. with it. You just have to be okay with me being down with it. If, if you want to subject yourself to reading that, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I 
I'm going to continue with Simone. Abel, on his last legs, he tracked Veronica down because he wants to make amends for his beloved daughter, Amelia, who's gone missing after a lot of investigating. It turned out that the, that the son of a foreign national, question mark, killed her for all her millions. The cane destroyed the Kuntz family. I'm not sure that's forgivable. Veronica is a good human being. She's giving a dying man a beautiful lie. I know Clarence is a shadowy bad guy that does the cane spitting, but I like him a lot. Me too. Mm-hmm. That's me. I think he's fun and a tad scary, especially when he he hangs the ditched boyfriend out the window. I agree. I, I that's where he won it for me. He's scary and I like my men scary. So yeah, really can't stand when <laughs> Lamb gets all high and mighty, like when he tells um, Keith about Curly. True. She's a clever girl, that Veronica Mars. She really made the hotel art gallery believable. Okay, I want to mention something here. Mm-hmm. What hotel room has that many pictures in it? I... Well, she had three hotel rooms. No, she hadn't got any of the other rooms yet. She only had the one. And... <laughs> Where did she get all those pictures? <laughs> and every hotel that I've been in that actually has art on the wall, it's Super not ugly. hanging on the it's wall. Bolted. It's yes, bolted it's... Yes. the wall. Good point. Um, Wallace isn't even answering these emails. Love the uh, laying on the Argyle sweater wearing Logan. It's kind of where she belongs, isn't it? No. Without the sweater. <laughs> I know, seriously. Not that but sweater. T- t- take off the sweater, enough. then lay on Logan. Yes. Exactly. Keith loses a share of flexion. Stained? Veronica really doesn't look like a stained groupie. LOL. Okay, Gia likes dick. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, we're 12! <laughs> oh my gosh. I just heard it. <laughs> um, I guess it takes a special kind of girl to be interested in him. Hey, Simone. I like it too. <laughs> Alright, but I'm a special kind of girl. Speaking of Dick, he's okay with Logan's dalliance with his sexy stepmom. Of course he is. Cliff is awesome sauce, particularly in that scene with Logan, when he acts the terrified father of a missing kid. Joss Whedon, squee! We're right with you. And Stacy is played by Kim Stoltz and ANTM. Apparently, this is common knowledge, people. She won the guest spot by taking a great picture in a particular in a particular week. season of America's Next Top Model. She was actually one of my fave girls that season. Don't judge me. LOL. We'll judge you. She's hot. Um, and that's all from Simone. I like Simone's feedback. It's really long, but it's fun. I love her feedback. Yes. She's yes. put so much thought into it. And it's fun to read. Yep. So keep it up. The next one comes from Ray. From Ray. This episode almost feels like a season one wrap-up. Like they're trying to tie up a couple of loose ends that were left hanging. We find out what happens to both Amelia DeLongfre and Abel Koontz, and kind of sadly, they are both dead at the end of this one. The Logan, <laughs> Weevil, the Logan Weevil feud li- heats up literally, with Weevil burning down Logan's house. It seems like so long ago now that Logan and Weevil were getting along in attention back in the girl next door. Oh my goodness, I forgot that about was. that. Like, they were playing like poker. And, what about the bromance? The bromance. I don't think that the budding friendship ended up taking. Logan and <laughs> Logan and Duncan sure did go from hating each other to friends again fast. Seriously. It could be, yeah. 
it could should be interesting to see those two living together going forward. Another way the episode ended up wrapping up season one was that we finally got an update on Mr. Eccles and got the first face-to-face -face meeting between him and Logan since the arrest. I think it's kind of funny that Aaron is still lying about killing Lily and dismisses what he did to Veronica in the final. Some guys <laughs> man up and face what they did and ask for forgiveness, but Aaron is a liar until the end, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, such a liar. Such a liar. Oh, I really like both Cliff and Dick and Small Rose in this episode, bringing the funny. <laughs> Clarence Weedman is still terrifying and still doing the Kane's dirty work. He must be getting paid a pretty penny, even after Jake's legal troubles. Sad to see Keith lose again, and you could tell how much it hurt Veronica to see Lamb win using underhanded tactics. And how could I not mention Joss Whedon as the rental car employee? Amazing! <laughs> It's a cool nod to the fact that Joss is a fan of VM and that Rob Thomas was influenced by Buffy. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so, like, one of the things that I was thinking as we were doing Simone's feedback was, like, we need to have Veronica having her own team of, like, private investigators, and she hires Clarence as the thug, and she hires Mac as the tech genius, and, like, just everybody needs to be part of like the super PI firm. Cliff that would be called a Scooby Gang. Maybe <laughs> yeah. called a Scooby Gang, Naomi. Maybe called a Scooby Gang. A Scooby Gang. Okay. Scooby gang. Yeah. Row. Row. And, and it sounds like the Pope. The Pope is coming for somebody. <laughs> it's me. It's me. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's on my end. I better run and hide, you peeps. All right. Well, who crashed the bus? Okay, so I think I'm going to go back to Gia's father. And I think that Mayor he wants... Because this is kind of like a cycling of things. Because I think I brought this up once, and now I kind of think about it. I think that it has something to do with the PCHers and him trying to, you know, get rid of the riffraff. And I think that the rat has to do with the PCHers, but in a different context. So that's what I'm going to go with this week. And Beaver is in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Probably rotting in the back of the well, bus. It was one rodent attracting another. <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's why I say he's he's rotting somewhere in the back of the bus. I like I like where you're going. It's that Mayor Gutenberg is and and once again, so help me God, Malika, it, we're on what episode six? This is right about the episode <laughs> that you guessed. <laughs> that you guessed, Aaron Eccles. Oh, this is like really throwing like. <laughs> something against the wall and just like because I have no idea guys but we haven't seen Mayor Gutenberg in a really long time so I'm thinking they introduced his daughter back in this episode so I'm like what if like let's just randomly say that like you know because they haven't we haven't seen him in a while that would be one way of them holding off on you know who actually killed but I, I definitely feel like you know getting rid of the PCHers is like the theme of this season and um, and the mayor could be a really good cul culprit, which is way better than Chardo, which who probably will never ever make an appearance <laughs> on this show ever again. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. <laughs> so I'm I'm jumping on that bandwagon. I, I'm I'm going with that. All okay. right, let's go on it for this week. Let's I, see what happens. I don't know next I, week. I like my prediction from last week, and I think so I think this is going to be like last season. My default was 
suicide. So this season, my default is Lily's ghost. <laughs> I really like that, too. Oh, <laughs> I would like, so like it. And if there was time travel involved, that would be even better. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, Doctor Who shows up. <laughs> no, no, we get, like, Psycho Duncan from the future, who, like, uh, what's what was the movie? Meet the Robinsons, where the villain ended up being oh. the, the, the poor little roommate who didn't win his baseball game. That was and actually a really good time big head. This plan wasn't very well thought out. Spoiler alert for Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> so, it's like, Duncan is upset because... Because you know Veronica eventually dumps him for Logan, and he like just decides to plot revenge. And but being the fact that he's Duncan, he screws it up. And so it's like, oh my god, but still manages to screw it up. That's so believable because he would screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> he would totally screw it up. So much. You got anything of that? I'm sticking with Beeve. Okay. Honest, no help. All right. <laughs> it's just him. Yep. It's just him. No help. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time for ratings. So this was like, this was the first episode of the season that I was really excited over. Mm. And like, this was, yeah, So this was awesome. I mean, someone said that it was like, season one, this seemed like a season one episode, and this is the first sort of season one era episode that we've had. So, yay. And there was, like, I mean, there was, there was so much Cliff, and it was awesome. And then it was Cliff and Logan, and I didn't know that, that it could be even more awesomer than that, but you add them together, and they're, like, awesome squared. So I am giving this eight handcuffed Logans. <gasps> Mm. With slogans and handcuffs, but still. <laughs> Eight of them. Oh my gosh. Too many. All right, I'm going to go. Um, so I agree with Naomi. I really enjoyed this episode for the first one, like, time this season. I really felt like, you know, we're getting somewhere on all fronts, and it was kind of exciting. And also, you know, I mean, unexpectedly, I liked Clarence. And so there was just a lot of, of good stuff and good mystery, and it kind of left us off on wondering, like, huh? For the first time, I felt like, huh, at the end of this, and, like, really interested to see what comes next. So I am going to give this um, 7.5. Joss is my co-pilots. <laughs> so is Clarence Weedman becoming part of our drinking game now? Anytime there's Clarence Weedman, everybody has to drink. All right. Okay. Something. Sure. Well, Let's you know, that. we have we have to make new rules, so That's right. <laughs> This is uh, true. I really liked this episode. Or does Joss count as a Buffy reference? Joss does He really does. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> there's no this there's no Buffy watcher bringing it up, but yes, you're right, Naomi. <laughs> well, we're talking about the, the the drinking game and, you know, Buffy references are the one thing that always stays. So was mm-hmm. was Joss a Buffy reference? Do you have to drink for Joss? Yep. Every time we yes. say Joss, do you have to drink? Joss, Joss, Joss. People are as in trouble this episode. As long as you don't call him Josh, which is right. my pet peeve when people get that wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, go on. Um, I really, really liked this episode. And uh, partly because it it 
really was the first episode that really grabbed my attention also because of Joss. And, um, you know, there was just a lot of twists and turns uh, that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And, and like somebody else said, you know, this really is a throwback to a season one episode. I'm going to give this episode a eight out of ten colorblind strippers. Nice. <laughs> I just want to know what the case was that hinged on her being colorblind. <laughs> it's the same case that made her um, have a massage therapist um, persona. <laughs> So I had fun with this episode. Yeah, like, what was the crime? <laughs> you think about that, Naomi. I will. I'll write, fan fi- I'll write fan fiction for it. <laughs> Alright, I like this episode. I had fun with it. I don't know if it's because we were all watching it together, but it was definitely the one I've enjoyed the most this season. I would give it an eight and a half. Out of ten, next top models. Nice. I love this episode. Um, for Joss and for Cliff, and for the lack of Jackie. No. Nice point. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. You know what, Naomi? I'm gonna raise mine to an eight. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not kidding. Go ahead, Heidi. Sorry. Lack just of Jackie is right. now like two points up on my scale. And mm-hmm. so I am giving it a nine out of ten rented cars. <laughs> What's my say? What was my rating? <laughs> Yours? The strippers. Yours Colorblind eight. strippers. Eight. Eight? Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good with eight. All right. I'm good All with right. eight, too. Jimmy, would you like to do our contact information? <clears throat> of course, because I've had a couple of drinks. we did mention joss so you're allowed uh you can reach us at www.quadruplez.com i did it on the first try (laughs) you can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com and you can also send us mp3 voicemails there which we always love please send us voicemails (laughs) um you can tweet us i'm looking at you (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> yes, please. Um, you can tweet us at Investigate Mars, or you can visit us on our Facebook group, which is www.facebook.com slash group slash Investigating Mars. And our spoiler group is uh, facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review, and thank you for everybody who has done so. Yes. All right, so... Our next episode is episode seven from season two. Nobody puts baby in a corner. What Obviously, heck? Patrick Swayze's in this episode. Obviously, obviously. Okay. Oh my God, guest spot with Patrick Swayze. I don't think I can handle it. I, I just. Okay. No. No. I. Is he still alive? I know. Yeah. Yes. I know his great aunt. Oh my God. Patrick Swayze's okay. great aunt. Yes. Yes. Okay. I know her. So just I whenever anyone mentions Patrick Swayze, I have to say that. So yeah. Okay. I'm various cousins. But yep. So no. Um, okay, let's go not Patrick Swayze shows up, although that could be cool. But like I don't know. There's 
Somebody. I think it's a baby napping. I think someone's going to put baby in the corner, obviously. And I think <laughs> someone is going to carry a watermelon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, I've got it. I've got it, right? So we've been talking about the fact that, that joking about the fact that Meg has a cardboard baby. So, like, this is going to be, we're, we're, this is the episode where we find out that Meg had an abortion. Because her babies are now in the corner. Well, no, that was the whole thing with the dancing, was the fact that's why oh, I had to dance. Was because call. Right. Oh, good call. Ooh, nice. Virtual like high fives, Naomi. I'm yep. literally, I'm, I'm, I'm. And I am putting, I am putting my hand at the webcam. I'm putting my hand up too. That's pretty awesome. Okay. I, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. You guys slapping microphones now. <laughs> no, I'm slapping the computer screen where her face is. Where's <laughs> my face? prediction comes true <laughs> next time and until then bye bye, bye y'all